Hello and welcome to the What's Career Got to Do With It podcast, where we hope to provide a space for honest conversation and information that encourages the listener to take the next steps in their career journey. Wherever you are at in this process, we hope this episode will meet you with affirmation, guidance, and maybe some laughs along the way. On today's episode, we will discuss and answer more many to the question, where do we go from here? Breaking through the block. Dun, dun, dun. Immediately just had an image of the juggernaut running through a wall. <laughs> I'm the juggernaut. And I was in football pads, like just <laughs> taking out the defensive lineman. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to your career advisors. Come see us. Brian Center, bottom level. Yeah. The conversations we have, from Marvel <laughs> Comics to actual helpful hints, I hope. <laughs> anyway, so it, this question in many ways makes me feel stuck. I think that's this like ubiquitous feeling that we have is like, uh-oh, here I am. I'm in this in this environment, and I don't know what to do. Um, and it's beyond that of like – finding purpose that we've touched on. It's beyond the identifying that next step or making a pivot. It's the space before that, perhaps, where you're just stuck in a scenario, a situation, um, so many different things that that are impacting, and you literally feel like you, you can't go anywhere. So for us, what is that moment? What tunes us into that Nicole, what tunes you into that that feeling of being stuck? How do you know you're there? Um, I think for me, it's um, more questions than answers. Um, where, you know, I've gotten to a point where um, I'm just asking myself question after question after question. I might answer one every now and then. Um, but definitely when I get to the point of, of asking more questions and being able to give more answers, I know that I'm stuck and that it's time to to lean in to my mentors, my career center, my community to to help guide me in the next steps. I think I'm stuck when I'm not happy. And I'm always drained. That that's my telltale. That is, it's kind of time to have some more conversations. Yeah, I think it's weird that there's like this physiological phenomena associated with this, like that we actually physically don't feel like ourselves. And when we're in that place, we we can't actually do the things we typically like to do, or maybe we replace the things we typically like to do with other things that are not as helpful in our lives. And I, I think for me, I'm a person that's constantly moving, and I notice if I stop moving, I'm typically actually stuck. <laughs> and I'm like, pun intended. Yes. Like, what do I what do I do next? And so, paying attention to those physiological signs, to those racing thoughts, those questions. If there's more questions, we don't have a lot of answers, and that puts us in a place of being stuck. The environment that we're in, those all are things that that help us tune into that. So, the, how do we get unstuck? Like what? What exactly are we supposed to do to to get out of that place? 
your doctor will tell you to go exercise. <laughs> and doctors do have very good at that. I mean, that, that is fruitful advice. It helps. Uh, John Green talks about all the time on his TikTok channel of taking another stupid walk for <laughs> my stupid mental health. And yes. Oh, my. It, no, it's it's good. We need sunshine. <laughs> Those things are important. But how do we get unstuck? Where do you where do you send students, I, I think, for for trying to avoid that? I, I think for me, the first thing is um, doing a little self-exploration, right? So there's a reason why we, we're stuck. Um, we're stuck because we're ready for our next move. We're stuck because we don't have enough information to continue in the space that we're in. Um, so doing a little self-eval, and that could potentially be in the form of assessments. Um, and I think one of the great resources that we have here that comes through the Career Center is the the Focus 2 Um Again, completely free to Duke students. Um, it enables you to go through the website and kind of chart your career. But in the same piece, it allows you to take some assessments. It allows you to take some work interest assessments, some values interest assessments, um, find out what excites you, find out what drains you, talk about your strength. So I think that's a good stepping stone to be able to do a little bit of inner search to see if there's some pieces that need to be tapped in there before we start and reach out to um, our circle, our helpful humans, our our board of, of directors. Oh, your squad. No. Squad goal. <laughs> um, I think um, once you take that moment to do some self-reflection, then comes, like Nicole was saying, having those conversations. Um, and we are absolutely here to help you in the career center with that. However, there are some helpful humans on campus um that are in our career influencer network shout out to christina plant for getting that off the ground for us but it's really having conversations with people who do it every day um who have a deeper insight and connection to what's going on in that particular space that you're thinking about or that you're in and trying to explore the other opportunities um one thing i always say is uh, find you um a professor that you have a good rapport with and have that conversation with them in their office hours, not after class. Um, they are most times in a totally different headspace um, because they're in their space and they're welcoming students. They're not shuffling and hustling and bustling to the next class. Um, so I will say that one of those things is find a professor that you have a good relationship with that's also helping you build your network when you're having those conversations with them to see what's next, what they think what advice they could offer. Yeah, and I do want to continue to plug that Career Influencers Network. So as Duke students, you guys have access to that. And it definitely ties into our theme of career everywhere, right? So not only do we have... I'm not going to say all the answers, but enough of the answers in the Career Center. Um, <laughs> but the the professors and staff on this campus, you know, they have that um, experience directly doing something that you may be interested in. So if you go to the Career Hub, um, as you explore the different career communities, you'll notice on the right-hand side, it will suggest um, staff members that you can um, make appointments with through Handshake in the form of the Career Center staff. But as you continue to look down, you'll see those career career influencers. And these are faculty and staff who have said, hey, I've got this experience. Come in and chat with me. Let's let's have a flunch. Let's go for some coffee. Um, but it's a great resource directly available to you. We are continuing to recruit career influencers and definitely encourage you as you meet professors who you've been able to take those nuggets away from, 
nominate them to be in the Career Influencer Network. You'll see that information available to you on the Career Hub. Share the will. <laughs> so I'm actually going to push back on some things here. Go for it. I'm ready. Is it me? Am I the drama? <laughs> <laughs> some TikTok sounds never go like but and also they knew this was coming, so yeah, we we planned for this. We planned for this <laughs> podcast. But I think first, like assessments, there's this weird thing around assessments of like, oh, that's fake. Like that doesn't actually tell me who I am. I mean, y'all, when I took the enneagram for the first time, I was like, that not me. <laughs> Myers Briggs, like down the line, like I was. I don't Myers Briggs. If you're listening, I was fifty fifty, like down the line on everything. Maybe I, I, I played the test and I didn't do it properly. But <laughs> there's like this stigma associated with assessments. And how can they be helpful? What are they doing? And how should we approach assessments? Should they be a one-size-fits-all? That's a leading question. Um, or not? Uh, it does not have to be a one-size-fits-all. Um, I look at it, at it as a skeleton. Um, it's just just an outline for you to kind of figure out what you need to do, what you are doing. Um, it's it's not the end all be all. Think about it as a test. I was one of those kids who did not test well, but my GPA was bomb. <laughs> um, so you know, it's it just it just gives you a, a like I said a skeleton of what to do, how to do it, but then um, you work it how you need to work it I think that's what I got for you Rudy I think I might need a snack but this is going to tie into the analogy I'm about to use when I think about assessments so when I think about assessments I think about going to one of those sushi places that serves the sushi on the conveyor belt right and I can pick and choose the things that I want so for me assessments are just ways to continue to see myself and kind of plug in what my meal is going to be what meal I'm going to try out and see if it works for me in that way um so taking the the again the stigma away from assessments are bad to continuing my theme throughout this podcast and that assessments are a way to continue to explore um, who you are as a person and what what um, interests you or what may may happen to not interest you. So don't think of it. I'm going to say this for me anyway. Don't think of it as a negative thing. Think of it as um, opportunities and definitely opportunities that you may have never seen before. Yeah. Um, and it, <laughs> I'm not not a fan of assessments. I think all of that is super helpful. And, and thinking through it, too, like there are bits and pieces of assessments that I have taken that I'm like, actually, I needed that language in my life. I needed mm -hmm. those words. I think about strengths uh, that we use. And some of the, the words that were used within that, I'm like, why Why is that happening? And then when it's explained to me, I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Like I have this this area of weakness. And what what pain point in my life right now is is causing this to happen? And that caused more deeper introspection and helped me get to the root. Now, was the whole test completely accurate? Not necessarily, but there were bits and pieces of it that I was able to use that informed not only my personal life, but also my work life. And moving forward, I think that's a good perspective to have as we suggest resources. These things don't have to completely fit you, mm -hmm. but take, try to take something away from them 
and apply it and use it and see what happens. So now my next pushback. People. <laughs> no. Ooh. That. <laughs> the Career Influencers Network, I think, is fantastic, and it's it's a wonderful resource. So for people that, that may be asking, though, like, I have tried those steps. I have tried to reach out to faculty and even have gone on the website. Um, my first thing, too, is a lot of our career influencers are fantastic, and they have – opened up their bandwidth for us so we are super thankful for that absolutely <laughs> because yep. the idea of career everywhere is literally having these people anywhere and everywhere and they do a great job but also there there is such thing as bandwidth where may or not even necessarily having the answers and so maybe they don't get you out of the stuck place and so what if you've talked to your faculty you've talked to a career influencer what else exists? Where else can we go? What's taking place on our campus uh, where students can engage with people that may help with that process of being stuck? I think there's a couple of places, right? I'm always going to plug your RAs, mm -hmm. people that you may have not have commonly kind of gone to, right? So an RA may not be the first person I'm thinking about. Typically, they're upperclassmen, right? They, they have a little bit of time over you. They've had a little bit more experience. And also, you get that peer-to-peer -peer connection. So it takes away a little bit of that feeling of uncomfortable that's not a word, of being uncomfortable <laughs> um, in potentially going to um, speak with professors or your, your academic deans or things like that. So, um, you know, look from from within that peer-to-peer -peer aspect and, and check out your RA. Um, that would be my little nugget. RAs, but I've also had students have tremendous success when they linked with their orientation leaders. Yeah. Um, they keep in contact with them sometimes past graduation i mean it helps build that relationship and they're, they're able again to say hey this is this professor or this is this staff person this is when you need to meet them at this point or you know how you need to approach them so i would say an orientation leader is also a very good person to reach out to definitely and i'm a huge proponent of <laughs> directors of academic engagement these people are like encyclopedias i like to use <laughs> that pronunciation of the word encyclopedias of of knowledge surrounding what's going on at the university and they're innovative thinkers there's they encapsulate areas of study at the university and so they have their own specialties but also in so many ways, they allow you to think differently about what you're doing. And sometimes that can be super helpful when you are stuck is just getting a fresh perspective that is completely different. Um, I always go back to my experience in healthcare, and there's a lot of people that end up majoring in psychology or English or something in the humanities. And people are like, why are they in the humanities? Why aren't they in the arts? But they wanted to go to medical school. And it's because it ignites a part of their brain that helps them be, get moved beyond stuck. And also, it allows them to express and explore different pieces of who they are as a person that ultimately move them from that, that place. And so I, I encourage you to do that. They do recommend actually coming forward with some intention for the meeting. So don't just show up and say, hey, I'm here. I don't know why I want to meet with you. And so it could be the prompt of, I'm feeling really stuck and I don't know the next steps. Uh, 
that I need to take to improve as a candidate for this opportunity down the road or as a graduating student? Like, how do I prepare for the next step? Is there any resources or things taking place across campus that I can do and participate in? And, and again, don't forget things like your academic advisors, your academic deans, your major and pre-professional advisors, right? Um, all of this information is available to you at advising.duke.edu. Um, they have an awesome website up that talks about academic advising at Duke. Again, career is everywhere, folks. Um, we are really encouraging you to reach out to all these resources that you have, but definitely check out that, that academic advising website and you can find out more information about college advisors, academic deans, peer success leaders, DAEs, major and pre-professional advisors, and then some other advising partners as well. And, and let me pull these two together with the DAEs and everything in the, in the peers. There's also major organizations your major, join your major organization if, if you don't do anything else. Because not only does that put you in, per, in in contact with your peers that are in that space, it puts you in contact with the faculty and the staff that are, are there. So join your major organization. Thank you. Mike, <laughs> drop my TED Talk for the day. <laughs> Here's my no, no, just an additional resource as we continue to talk about this. I was in an advisor convocation the other day, and we had the benefit of listening to several people talk and discuss their perspective and their view on things. And in my own naivete, probably, or even in my own privilege, like the things that I just don't have to think about as a human being that is a person of privilege is the different things that impact us as humans that may cause us to be stuck. And there's people here at Duke that are helping with that. Um, and it could be some of the people that we've already mentioned. I, I do want to plug the academic guides as well because mm -hmm. they touched on the hidden curriculum mm -hmm. and thinking through the the to-do list that some of us do naturally just because it's how we've always functioned in our lives. But it greatly impacts the success and progress of other people um, because they may feel like they have to perform for something. And so – it's the acknowledgement of that and working with the resources to help kind of take out the hidden curriculum and then continuing on our end also to challenge people who implement such things in their work. And, and so I want you to know and be assured that these conversations are taking place across the university of how do we kind of disassemble these things that are creating barriers and stuck points uh, for uh, our student populations. I think we forgot one major one that I think is going to be super beneficial for students. Quad X. Quad X. Yeah. Quad X. It's there for you. Literally built out that way. So again, when I talk about that peer to peer network, that is so valuable. You'll get those experiences through Quad X naturally as well, too. So it's a new resource. I think it's a fantastic resource. Um, as you transition over from east to west campus and you're able to, um, again, have that um, experiential orientation, there's definitely sophomore spark that's up. I was about to call it spork. Hello, Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> but you've got faculty fellows and social events and alumni networking. I mean, Quad X was set up for exactly what we are talking about. I'd just like to say that if you've been listening to our podcast, you, you will know that at some point we are foodies because I think we mentioned food <laughs> every, every episode. episode. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Grudy. <laughs> and with all that in mind, it's time to close. 
So, where do we go from here? How do we break through the block? Use your resources. Embrace career everywhere. Embrace your timing is your timing. Um, And that is okay. Um, But I definitely think also knowing you are not alone. You are not the only one who is having those, those block moments. So really kind of hone in, use your friends, use the people around you who are going through the same thing that you're going through and use your resources. Talk to people. Very simple. Talk to people. You never know what's going to evolve. You never know who they know that can help you. So get out of your room and talk to people. I'm one of those poets and didn't know it. So I was, <laughs> I was trying to like, Let me get my snaps like, ready. Stuck, duck, and then I was like, I can't say that. <laughs> so being stuck is not a place that anybody wants to be it by no means and i think we've all touched on this but talking and knowing that you're not alone is so important and we if any message rings true or touches you today like i hope that you can see that there are a plethora of people that just want to sit with you and be with you through the process of being stuck and sometimes being stuck is so much better when you have someone sitting next to you. And so I hope that you can find that person and I hope that we can help you find that person. And so utilize us as a resource and we can find that place or that person, those people to be with you during this time. And with that, I hope you join us next time here on the What's Career Got to Do With It podcast.